Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful When life begins by Abu Yahya Chapter 2 In the shadow of the throne We were moving forwards like delicate and fast-moving gust of wind The movement did not feel tiresome Rather, it felt enjoyable. I'm not sure how much distance we had covered before Saleh spoke. In the shadows of the divine throne, we are about to enter the territory of guardians. Look ahead. There is a visible crowd of angels. Behind them is a tall door. That is the door to gain entry to the inside. On Saleh's prompting, I focus my gaze in front and I, I indeed saw the angels and the door behind them. However, this door was peculiar because it was standing there without any supporting walls. Or perhaps the walls were invisible because nothing was perceptible behind the door. It was as if an invisible veil was there and it had obscured all the view behind the door. However, after hearing his words, my steps gained momentum and the distance began to recede rapidly. The door was still far away, but I could now see the angels clearly. These were very tall and stern-looking angels, and in their hands were whips of fire, which made me very uneasy. I grasped Salah's hand firmly, and whilst trying to stop him, pleading, you are perhaps heading in the wrong direction, Salah. They appeared to be the angels of chastisement. Keep moving, he replied without stopping. Reluctantly, I had to follow him. However, I ensured that I was walking two steps behind him so that in case we had to turn and run, I would be ahead of him. Saleh had understood my feelings and he felt it necessary to give an explanation. Indeed, they are the angels of chastisement. Indeed, they are the angels of chastisement. And they are stood here so that they can beat me up to wipe me clean of my sins and they are stood here so that they uh, and they are stood here or they are standing here so, so that they can beat me up to wipe me clean of my sins I interrupted him in mid uh, sentence he started to chunk chuck, uh, to chuckle he started to chuckle on hearing my words and replied, Remember, if you were to be beaten up, running away would not be beneficial. No one can match the pace and might of these angels. For your information, they are not standing here to beat you up. They are only here to discourage any criminal of God from coming this way. As we approached them, they separated into two groups to make way for us. They also kindly pulled the whips behind them. I was hoping that they would smile or show expressions of joy on seeing us. But despite my best efforts, I could not detect any sign of it. Saleh commented, One of the reasons for their presence over here is that to make you appreciate the blessing of God that saved you from angels like them. Involuntarily, I uttered words of praise for the Lord. We passed through the angels and approached the door which opened automatically. As soon as it opened, I could see a picturesque view. This land appeared to be 
Specially gifted with the blessings of the divine throne, I felt pleasant cold when seeping through to my core, my core, core, while an aroma of enchanting fragrances enthralled my sense of smell. As we entered through the door, I saw rows after rows of angels stood in front of us. They all looked very attractive, and their faces displayed beautiful smiles. They stood in reverential attentiveness with their hands held together in front of them. As we passed between them, they greeted us with prayers, salams, and welcoming words. I could feel the warmth of their genuinely welcoming behavior deep inside my soul. The fragrances emanating from their bodies were overwhelming my emotions. When I entered this place, I felt a sensation of an extraordinary change within me. However, at that time, all my attention was focused on the angels and the pleasant environment around me, so I did not pay much attention to it and attributed it to a change in the environment. As we walked along, a thought came to my mind and I whispered in Salaf's ear, I can appreciate that these people are welcoming me because they regard me as a person who succeeded, but I don't know any one of them personally. Are you acquainted with any of them? Salih laughed on hearing this and replied, Abdullah, today every person will be recognized by what is on his forehead. You may not be aware of it, but your whole introduction is recorded on your forehead. Just keep watching what happens next. A handsome angel who stood at the end of the row and appeared to be their leader came to me and greeted me, calling me by my name. I greeted him back. He then spoke in a soft and affectionate tone. Congratulations on an everlasting success. I thanked him. He replied, Would you like to look in a mirror? I could not decide if he was serious or trying to be, being, or trying to be uh, witty as I could not think of a reason to look in a mirror, but he did not wait for my reply. He signaled to an angel, and the next moment there was a full-length mirror in front of me. I looked into the mirror and realized that this was some sort of a practical joke, as this was not a mirror but an extremely beautiful and lifelike portrait of a handsome young man. In fact, he was a Prince pictured standing there dressed in a royal attire. However, this portrait did not really look like a painting. In fact, it seemed as if a real man was standing there in front of the mirror. I looked at the angel and said, smilingly, your sense of humor is good, but the painting is ever better. You seem to be the painter, but who is the model? The angel replied in a very serious tone, the painter is El Al-Musawwar, the divine photographer himself, however you are the model. He signaled to Saleh, who came close and turned my face with his hand towards the portrait again. Now I could also see Saleh and the portrait along with that young man. In amazement, I looked back and forth many times at Saleh and the man in the mirror, about whom both of them were insisting that in fact it was my own reflection. But surely this is not... I, I said in an excited voice. Saleh replied by quoting this verse, O oh, the life of the whole world, is this someone like you or you yourself? O oh, the life of the whole world, 
is this someone like you or you yourself? But how is this possible? I used to be an old man, and even when I was young, I was nothing like that, I replied. This time, the angel answered my question. You have left the word of impossibilities behind to enter the word of possibilities. You have come from the word of men to the word of God. Today, no one would look anything like he used to appear to other people in the previous world. In the state today, every person would look like the way he used to appear in his Lord. In the eyes of your Lord, the appearances are determined not by flesh, but by a person's faith, values, and deeds. Today, he has created you in the form he perceived you while you were in the previous world. By the way, this is also a temporary arrangement. Your definitive personality and appearance will only emerge once your standing once your standing is conclusively determined in the in paradise. For now, please move on as quite a few people are waiting for you. We were heading forward. I was now able to fully appreciate the transformation that took place in me when I entered the shadows of the divine throne. My walk reflected the confidence that I felt. It was perhaps the effect of seeing my reflection in that mirror, but at last I had started to really believe in the fact that the Lord of Kaaba had blessed me with the ultimate success. All the problems that I had to deal with every day in my life now seemed like a long forgotten dream. I had never imagined that the deprivations, the deprivations, patience, and hard work of my previous life would, would bear such sweet fruit. I had often read abstracts. I have often read abstracts about life and the hereafter in the Quran and sayings ascribed to the Prophet Muhammad. May peace and blessing be upon him. However, the fact of the matter is that there is a huge difference between what words describe and what the eyes can see, ears can hear, and other senses can feel. Today, when I could see all these facts in front of my eyes, it was a bit too much for me. I had realized even during my previous life that I would probably succeed in the hereafter, but I did not have the faintest clue that this success would be so spectacular. You have still not fully appreciated this, Abdullah said Salah, who was somehow able uh, to read my thoughts. I became even more attentive on hearing this. He continued, the real life has not started yet. You are still in the temporary stage of the judgment today. The real life will begin in the paradise. Then you will see the payback by God. That would be the time to pay uh, tributes. For the time being, uh, look ahead and see where we stand. His comments made me realize that I had become completely oblivious to my surroundings. I looked around. We stood in a sprawling, abundant green plain. The sun was shining bright. Its light was bright but not intense. The ground was covered in shade, uh, though I could not see any clouds in the sky. The earth was green in color. Perhaps it was the effect of this greenery that the sky had an emerald uh, tinge to it instead of the usual shades of blue. There was a sky-high mountain in the middle of the plain. It was sky-high literally, as it seemed from where we stood that its peak was attached to the sky. There was a pleasing, fragrant aroma everywhere. It was a new 
sent for me, but it utterly mesmerized my senses. I could hear songs in the background mixed with pleasant notes and hear the melody directly in my head without the aid of my senses. This seamless uh, blend of fragrance and harmony in perfect proportions resulted in such a state of serenity and trance that I felt that my existence was about to melt away. I stood at one spot and closed my eyes to relish this sensation even more. Seeing me in this state, Saleh said, The name of this mountain is Arafah. Let us go around it. I will provide you more details about it as we go along. I went along with him in silence. We started our journey from the right side of the mountain. We had gone only a short distance when I saw a part of the mountain displaying sign, the nation of Adam, I asked Saleh. Is Adam, may peace be upon him, over here? He replied, No, all the prophets are presently on the higher parts of the mountain. You will see more of these signs displaying the names of nations of various prophets as we go further. All the successful people like yourself from every nation will gather at these designated spots. So will I have to go to the camp for the nation of Prophet Muhammad? I asked eagerly. Salah shook his head and said, The successful people will wait in these camps, and at the end of the Day of Judgment they will be taken to paradise from here. You, on the other hand, need to go to the top of the mountain. Over there, the prophets and all those uh, people from their respective nations have gathered who achieved the status of being witnesses to the truth in support of their prophets. They will witness the judgment of the Almighty regarding the human beings from over there. They will also be called upon to give their testimony. Every unsuccessful person will be taken towards hell from the plane of judgment, whereas all the successful ones will be brought over to the camps of their prophets on the mountain. Every nation will then be taken to paradise from here, one after the other. One can also observe from the top every judgment that is passed in the plane of judgment. One can also see the paradise and the hell from over there. We were talking and one by one passing by the designated spots of the nations of various prophets. There were only a few people uh, visible in these camps. I asked Saleh, seems like not everybody is here yet. He replied, no, that is not the case. In reality, the number of successful people from the nations of other prophets is quite low. A large number of them belong to the Israelites and the highest number belongs to the nation of Prophet Muhammad. We have not yet reached the camps of these two nations, although at the moment there are not many people there anyway. They will start to increase in number soon. Come on, let's go higher up. A trip around this mountain would take too long. I have always enjoyed climbing heights. However, this was perhaps the strangest mountain I had come across. On the face of it, it looked very tall and seemed to touch the sky. But from the top, we could see the ground at the foot of the mountain as if it was only a few floors below us. The place that looked like the summit when standing on the ground was in fact a plateau. However, this flat plain had various tall fortress-like structures scattered all over it, but they did not have any surrounding walls or doors, so it was possible to observe them from outside. I could see that there were servants walking about and other luxuries appropriate only for royalty were visible. Personalities of high stature 
wearing uh, crowns were seated on an outstanding throne around them sat uh, on chairs were people who appeared to be of similar standing I asked Salah about them he replied these are temporary abodes of various prophets people sitting around them are the uh, shuhada and suddiqeen belonging to their nation suddiqeen are the people who supported their prophets during their lifetimes whereas shuhada are the ones who propagated the message onwards after the prophet had passed away all of them are people who lived in the world for the sake of god and died in his way this success and prestige surrounding them today is a reward for their sacrifices can i meet the esteemed prophets i asked there isn't enough time to meet all but we can certainly meet a few of them he replied and then started to introduce me one by one to the great prophets of god I was meeting the prophets who had always been symbols of greatness for me. I met Adam, Noah, Hud, Salah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Shuaib, uh, Moses, uh, Harun, Aaron, Jonah, Yunus, David, Dawood, Solomon, Suleiman, Zachariah, John, uh, John the Baptist, Yahya, Jesus, Isa, and foremost, the father of prophets, prophet Abraham, Ibrahim, may God bless them all. Every one of them greeted me with an embrace and a kiss on the forehead and then congratulated me on my success. We moved on after a brief conversation with these personalities of highest stature. However, uh, I felt during my conversation with them that they were a bit concerned and distracted. I asked Saleh about it, who answered, you are not aware of it, but there is a state of calamity presently in the plane of judgment. Every prophet is concerned at the moment about the fate of the humanity. The wrath of God is so severe that no prophet wants his nation to face it. They would like the Almighty to forgive everyone, however. So far there is no chance of that happening. It is not possible to make such a prayer, and neither is any of them allowed to pray for such an outcome people have suffered now for centuries and so far there is no sign of start of accountability process i explained i exclaimed in a surprised tone for centuries how come it has only been a couple of hours since we came in he explained this is what you think salah today is only a few hours long a few hours long for the successful people whereas for those outside it is an extremely lengthy day full of hardship and difficulty. Centuries have passed outside, but you may find it difficult to understand this uh, fully. I could not fully understand what he was saying, but obviously everything was possible in the world I was in. I wondered how many more strange happenings were were waiting to unfold in front of my eyes. The companions of uh, the Prophet, including the Muhajirin, immigrants, and the Ansar helpers were sitting respectfully in a circle. There were also a big number of people belonging to the earlier and late uh, periods of the nation of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. He was sat in the middle with his head bowed. Everything looked all right apparently, but I could sense that even here there was the same of concern and unease that I had observed before with the other prophets. The Prophet of God, may peace be upon him, is busy at the moment in praying to the Almighty, the one and the uh, only, and the, the one and the only, 
uh, we need to sit down and wait said Saleh as he headed towards the chairs at the rear we sat on the chairs at the back it was difficult to see from there as to what was happening at the front I asked Saleh when would this accountability start I don't know no one knows he replied I became silent on hearing his reply and sat back resting, resting my head on the chair I do not know how much time had elapsed when I heard Saleh saying something to me wake up Abdullah look someone is here to meet you on hearing his voice I opened my eyes and quickly stood up I saw a very respectable looking personality standing in front of me he had a smile on his face and I could feel affection in his eyes before Saleh could say anything he introduced him speaking in a soft tone welcome Abdullah I am Abu Bakr I'm here to welcome you on behalf of the Prophet as he said these words he extended his hands feeling quite excited I gave him a hug after the initial introduction he took to the inside away from other people and sat on a chair I asked him as soon as we sat down when would I be able to meet the Prophet may peace be upon him he is presently busy in praying and thanking the Almighty you will be able to meet him later now the most important news is that Almighty has accepted his prayer for commencement of the accountability the moment when the Almighty accepted his plea you had also prayed for something the moment when the Almighty accepted his plea you had also prayed for something did not you want to go back to the plane of judgment and see what was happening over there the Almighty has allowed you to do so the accountability would start in a short while in a short while you can see what is happening to people until they until then the prophet sent me to you with this message expressions of joy appeared on my face when i heard this the messenger of the prophet also smiled when he saw my joy he continued after a pause the atmosphere is very severe outside uh, salah would be with you but it would be better if you drink this before you go this drink will protect you from afflictions outside he then offered me a glittering golden glass lying next to him I took it in both my hands and started to drink it a strange thing happened as soon as the glass touched my lips although I was not thirsty at all nor was I experiencing any sort of discomfort or restlessness but the satisfaction I got from the first sip was such that it would have surpassed the gratification a person would have had on having the first sip of water after centuries of thirst as soon as the first mouthful went down my throat I realized for the first time what was the real meaning of words like delight fulfillment serenity sweetness and freshness this experience was so unique that I do not think any human would have ever had this experience before I experienced an intense feeling of satisfaction and exhilaration passing through each and every vein in my body with every drop of this drink as I felt every drop pass from my tongue to my throat from the throat to my chest and from the chest to my stomach I wanted to finish the whole drink in one gulp but the immense respect of the esteemed personality sitting in front of me prohibited me from doing so I asked him in a subdued voice what is this he replied this is the first introduction to your new life and the new world this is a drink from Kautha after you drink this the heat and thirst of the plane of judgment will not bother you I realized straight away as I heard these words 
that why did this drink have such an extraordinary effect on me? This was water from the stream of Kawthar in the, in, in the paradise and undoubtedly had all the characteristics I had heard about during my life. I also began to appreciate at that moment about the real nature of comforts in the paradise in the previous world. The delight from food and drink was because of two things. Firstly, it required a person to be hungry. And secondly, the edible item needed to be tasty in the paradise. Everything would be extremely delicious, but even in the absence of thirst and hunger, it would still provide the same satisfaction and a pleasure that only a very hungry and thirsty person used to get in the previous world. I came to understand now that in the paradise there would no hunger or thirst, however, there, will, there would be no hunger or thirst, however, one would be able to eat as much as one is pleased with without experiencing any uncomfortable uh, fullness or satiety. End of chapter 2 Alhamdulillah